Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing on this wonderful Wednesday morning? Down here in sunny Florida and the rest of the world. Got my boarding train dog, Coco, next to me um, with the front door wide open, actually, um, to probably air out the house. Um, and we have a dog, dogs here, to, uh, especially a dog in heat, um, which doesn't often happen. We've got uh, Settle. Coco. So that. Good girl. So she's in place. Um, one of her biggest issues is duration. Obviously, one of her biggest issues is highly distracted on things. She's she's 10 months old now, so she's going through a lot of different fear stages. And I wanted to talk to you about um, the concept of flooding. It was really, really funny that um, this was on my list of things to talk about this week as we used flooding. Um, I've been using flooding. I call it flooding with guidance. Um, flooding with guidance. Um, I've been doing it successfully for 20 years with thousands and thousands of dogs to permanently get rid of dogs, fears, insecurities, stresses, and to build confidence in a dog. Again, let me rephrase that. I've been using flooding for over 20 years. Well, I'm sorry, for 20 years with thousands of dogs. That's in person, live, hands-on to permanently remove insecurities, fears, stressors, to increase confidence, relaxation, and to build trust in a relationship with a dog. I didn't, I'm not hearing this secondhand. I'm not reading about it. I'm not being taught it. I'm living, breathing, doing it successfully. So it's funny that when we started show, when we showed how Coco, which we didn't realize was afraid of vacuums yesterday, she's in place, which she has a hard time holding any command for long periods of time. Joelle vacuums at least three times a day in this house. And when the vacuum approached, she immediately got skittish and broke command. She immediately got skittish and broke command. I said, oh, well, not only did you break command, you're nervous around vacuums. So let me do a dog training protocol with you that has been proven to be successful by thousands and thousands of dog trainers, if not more, worldwide. If more people understood how to properly use flooding with a dog, we wouldn't be stuck with the diabolical large amounts of nervous, fearful, anxious dogs that cannot even function in society. I live in the real world. We deal with real dogs. We deal with do dogs of the most irrational fears that have been nurtured and coddled and made worse instead of eliminated. 
and eliminated quickly. Now, what motivated me even more was we get negative comments on our page daily, daily, sometimes hourly, which is no big deal. I don't mind. I, I, like nobody, like I can care less about haters, but it's incredible how people have the wrong information and then they put it on your page and they're like, you're wrong. You actually don't know what you're talking about, but I do because we do it successfully. Anybody that says flooding does not work and that flooding is bad, doesn't know how to do it, has never done it, or has never done it successfully, or heard that it's bad. They were taught that it's bad. But I'm here to tell you that it is one of the most effective, fantastic ways to get a dog over fear when you actually know how to do it. And we show you how to do it. We showed you in this 30 second clip that I'm about to show you. Now, do people have a hard time with it because the dog has a prong collar on? Okay, well, we can do it with a slip lead. We can do it with a martingale. We can do it with a harness. We can do it with any tool. When a dog is in Say a dog is afraid of vacuums. Put the dog into a known command, such as place, a known command. Vacuum approaches. Dog gets up. Give your marker word, which is no. Follow up with a consequence, which is called applying a punisher because the dog broke place, not because the dog is afraid of the vacuum. It's because the dog broke a known command. The dog then goes back into command and settles down. Boom, introduce vacuum. Now you can start at 15 feet, 10 feet, five feet, two feet, and then literally vacuum underneath a place mat if it's a raised bed or go right up to the end of the place bed. And you can do this in a matter of minutes, not days, not weeks. A lot of people will say counter conditioning is more effective. I am fully skilled on how to counter condition. I know how to counter condition. And I'm telling you right now, no, no. Joelle, can you close the front door? Thank you. So I am fully skilled on um, how to counter condition. I know how to counter condition. I have videos on counter conditioning. We used to counter condition lots of things and we have stopped on almost everything. Why? Because then I taught our staff how to properly flood. Now, why I call it flooding with guidance is no different than if you talk to any therapist right now, they're actually using flooding with VR technology to get people over PTSD and many other issues. But there is a therapist next to them to talk 
through what's going on. Flooding with guidance. They're seeing incredible results. Now, if there's a study out there that says flooding is not effective, I would say bullshit. It works for us. It's worked for us thousands of times. It's eliminated, not managed, not not all of a sudden the dog is going to like turn into a powder keg, not the dogs shut down, not the dog is um, all those other words that they use that they want to shame you with. So what do we do? I will show you what we did. And this is what we do all the time. Ready? This is day one. The dog already knows place. We realized the dog was afraid of vacuums, so this is the start of it. See, the vacuum gets closed, dog gets nervous, dog gets corrected. Ironically, the dog gets food for non-breaking command, which is actually a little bit of counter-conditioning there, okay? This is day two. Let's watch that again. This is day one. We just realized the dog's afraid of vacuums. We corrected the dog for breaking place. We reward the dog for staying in place. We correct the dog for breaking place. We reward the dog for staying in place. The correction is the important part. This is day two. Watch this. Boom. Total relaxation. Okay. This protocol took less than three minutes. It took less than three minutes. We have a dog now that is not afraid of vacuums. Now, the great thing about this is it's called the shrapnel effect. And what happens is this, even though we worked on the vacuum, this will affect other fears the dog has. This will get the dog to build more confidence. And this actually will build more trust in the handler. How do I know? 20 years, thousands of dogs. I'm not saying this from an ego standpoint or bragging. I'm saying this because we have a documentation of proof of positive results. We have never seen it not work. We do it for dog-on-dog -dog aggression. We do it for leash reactivity. We do it for all your fears, fireworks, thunderstorms, vacuums, um, uh, uh, ATVs, um, um, uh, lawnmowers, cars going by, trucks going by. We've, we've, we, we, we use it for, for so many things and it, it gets eliminated immediately. So again, if you're being brainwashed and scared by people that say flooding is bad, 
I am here to tell you as someone that actually has been a practitioner of it for 20 years, that it is how to actually get your dog over fearful things. And the reason why I'm putting such a big point on it, because if you've watched enough of my podcast, it's time for everybody to wake the fuck up. We have never seen more nervous, fearful, anxious dogs in my 20-year career. We have dogs that just are not, they're so irrationally afraid of everything. They can't function. They literally can't function. That's because they were never corrected, number one, for doing something wrong, but they were never pushed above threshold. That's another thing that people will say. Only work the dog below threshold. That's a bullshit statement. Now, do we work dogs below threshold? Sure. But if I want my dog to survive in the real world, because that's what we train for, the real world, not for the competition ring, not for a sterile environment. So every dog benefits from flooding. Service dogs, you better use flooding. Your life depends on it. Working dogs, protection dogs, military dogs, you better use flooding. Basic family pets, you better use flooding. It'll save your dog's life. You know, you need to know how to do it. We teach you how to do it. Our videos show how to do it. Usually when everybody says what we're doing is wrong, is usually related to sometimes flooding a component of it. So there are people out there that have been brainwashed and convinced that it's bad. So they're going to parrot that statement. But I'm here to tell you that it is one of the most efficient. Oh, well, well oh, oh, so you do it quick? What are you, lazy? Hmm. I want to take my dog two to three weeks to get over a vacuum, or I want to eliminate it in three minutes. Anybody? Anybody? Why would you want to spend three weeks when you can have your dog fully off-leash trained with incredible confidence in three weeks or spend three minutes getting your dog over a fear? And then now you know the formula and you can keep doing it. These are catch, cut and paste catchphrases that people will put out there without actually knowing what they're talking about. And if they refer to a study, the study is an opinion piece, again, by people that are not successful at it. When someone is not successful at something, they will come to the conclusion that it doesn't work. When someone doesn't know how to do it, instead of taking responsibility of learning how to do it, they will come to the conclusion that it doesn't work when they do it wrong, when they hear about it from somebody but have never practiced it. What people don't know, they usually bash. But if you don't know how to flood, watch our content. Remember, we're not correcting the dog for being afraid. We're correcting the dog for breaking command. But on the flip side, you can correct a dog for being afraid. You can use fear 
to get a dog over fear. How do I know? We've been doing that for 20 years. And the dogs don't walk around afraid. But when you have a fearful dog, a lot of times you can't use a reward-based system. So you have to use a correction-based system. Like a lot of people will say, I have a fear biter. I'm like, no, you have a biter. The consequences are the same. You try to bite me because you're afraid, you get a high-level correction. You try to bite me because you're dominant, you get a high-level correction. You try to bite me because you bite people, you get a high-level correction. This is why dogs are so messed up right now, and this is why families are struggling right now. Because of the brainwashing going on out there that you shouldn't do any of these protocols at all, and everything should be fun. It's a lie. I'm not talking about trick training, performance dogs. I'm talking about family pets. I'm I'm not talking about also dogs that are sound. Now, also many dogs that are sound get fears around 10 months, 12 months old. Also, if it's a working dog or a service dog and you don't know how to do this, you might have to wash that dog. And one to two years of training is out the window. Or, and I know this firsthand, there are dogs that have been had intensive training, intensive raising, thousands of hours put into them, and they get washed because someone didn't know how to stop a behavior or get a dog over an issue. What a disservice that is to the handler that I was supposed to go to, but also to the dog, all because someone didn't know how to do something or their ego stopped them from doing it or they weren't open to new ideas. Again, I know how to counter condition. But flooding is more efficient. And we show video proof, start to finish, unedited. And if you're on our Instagram subscriber list, and I would encourage you to join our Instagram subscribers, if you go to Instagram channel, there's a subscriber button. It's only $4.99 a month. We're showing a lot of behind the scenes of our boarding trains. Daniel, hi, how are you today? Good morning from, um, from New Zealand. Love the show. Thank you, Daniel. Hope new things in New Zealand are doing fine. Um, I love it out there. I love Australia. I've never been to New Zealand, but that's on the, the list. Garrett says, good morning, sir. Good morning, Garrett. How are you? Alessandro, good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Murph. Good morning. Good morning, Kim. Good morning, Jeff. What a great group of owners. Success stories last night on Zoom. Agreed. So she's referring to uh, on Patreon. We have a Patreon channel, and um, let me put some of the links below here. So if you want to do a course or a consult, we've got a great e-collar live. Uh, just type this in here. You can get all of our consults there. 
You can get all of our courses on uh, academy.solidcanidetraining.com. Um, we've got a live five-day live e-collar course, unedited, live with Coco, showing how we introduced the e-collar tour, showing how we start on the priming CSNCS to correction on the e-collar. And if you don't have time that day to watch it, you can watch the replay. After, if you don't buy the course though, before the fifth of this month, there's only four days left, you cannot get it again. It's closed. The doors are only open for four more days. As far as the Patreon channel, which I would encourage everyone to also look into because you get a lot of help on the Patreon channel. It's patreon.com um, slash solid canine training. Um, you get 20% off all your courses and your consults. You also get um, uh, these four once a week Zoom rooms, which are face to face. But yes, we had a lot of a lot of great um, success stories. Um, which would uh, so Kim says, Good morning, Jeff. What a great group of owners. Success stories last night on Zoom, which would more likely than not have happened if not your amazing knowledge, guidance, and love for all. Thank you, Kim. Ashley Bush, exactly, just like um, sacking out, bomb-proofing a horse. Yep, there are a lot of people that think it's harsh or mean, but when I get on my horse um, or ground tie my horse in the most hectic, agitated settling, and that horse just sits there with a relaxed body, ears, and dropped head, don't tell me it doesn't work. Exactly. So, Ashley... You do it, you're successful, but people will tell you you did it wrong. That's what's really, really funny. So Roger Bannister was the first person to break the four-minute mile back in 1956, maybe 1957. From the beginning of time, or beginning of recorded time, till 1956, breaking the four-minute mark was impossible to do. He did it. He did it. Was he wrong? No. He did it. And you know how many people have done it since? Tens of thousands. High school students are doing it. But everybody said you couldn't do it. Some of the greatest minds in the world said your heart would explode. It can't be done. He did it. And now lots of people do it. Garrett says the same as exposure therapy. It is, it is extremely, extremely similar to exposure therapy. Absolutely. Which is another great way for number one, cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, if anybody knows what that is. But it's great to expose your dog to as many environmentals as possible with you leading your dog. See, that's the biggest thing out there. You're leading your dog. You're giving your dog guidance. You're not just throwing your dog out to the wolves and hoping for the best. You are leading your dog. You are making sure your dog is successful. You are patterning the behavior that you want. 
Alessandro, amazing Jeff, very nice today. My dog also doesn't break place with a vacuum, but she doesn't get too relaxed what to do. So correct her for not being relaxed. You can use the remote collar to get the dog to do a double down. You can use a leash pop. So if the dog is physically in command, but not mentally in command, you can correct that. And you know what? People say you can't. Guess what? We keep doing it and we keep being successful at it. And it lasts for, I don't want to say forever, but it lasts for like all the years that we know these dogs. Because your dog is learning. And then they learn to make the right choices. For some weird reason, people think that if you correct a dog, it won't learn to make a right choice on its own. It's only doing it because it's afraid of being corrected. No. Now, at the beginning, there might be some of that component in it. But... Always see over and over and over and over again. Hold on one second. Joelle, can you wake up, Ange? He's at school. Went to bed really late last night. He couldn't fall asleep. Alessandra says, amazing, Jeff. Very nice today. My dog also doesn't break place with a vacuum, but she doesn't get too relaxed. Oh, I already answered that. Aaron says, when you say you are correcting, are you popping the leash before putting back on place? Or is putting it back on place? Okay, so... Putting back on place is not a correction. Putting the dog back on place is not a correction. Now, when you are teaching place, we have to talk about two different things here and put everything in the context. I specifically said at the very beginning of this, the dog knows place. Hmm? I specifically said the dog knows place. So it is a trained dog. You don't correct a dog on obedience until, thank you, until the dog understands the command. Probably in the room. I specifically said that. And I say it for a reason because it's so important. We're not just we're not just running hotshot around here correcting dogs. If a dog understands place, that's when you can start utilizing corrections for breaking the command. So, bringing the dog back to place is how you would train place, but not that's not a correction. You have to correct there has to be a consequence, a negative consequence. Thank you. So it is a leash pop. No pop. Remote cower pop. Bonker. Something. There has to be a negative for breaking the command. Oh, that'll make the dog more fearful. That's what everybody says. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Now, in the moment, the dog might experience fear, but it doesn't make the dog more fearful. 
there's a, there's a difference between experiencing fear and becoming fearful. But again, anyone that says that just doesn't know how to do it. Not just in dog training, but in a lot of things. In a lot of things. But you, Aaron, understanding how to properly apply a punisher to a dog is an art. There's actually a proper way to do it. There's also a proper way to clicker train, which we also do. We reward based train dogs. We use positive reinforcement. But not to stop an unwanted behavior, we don't. I've used, uh, Dar says, I used flooding for years and do it immediately. When the dog starts getting over the problem, I start rewarding with food. Exactly. Which actually is sort of like counter conditioning. Um, usually a few sessions and it's all good. Also, the dog really is ready to do more training eagerly. Exactly. Exactly. We get dogs. The last dog we had in here was Uhtred. It knew a, a place command for five seconds. Within a week, it was doing it for three hours. Now, we didn't do flooding with that dog. We just corrected for noncompliance. We went from five seconds to three hours in a week. Five seconds to three hours in a week. Skylar, good morning from the hospital. Baby Larissa says hello. We're officially. Oh my gosh, Skylar, congratulations. Send me photos. Send me photos, please. Jeff at solidcaninetraining.com. Skylar had her baby. Send me photos. Okay. Please. I love babies. I want more. Mitzi says, good morning. Good morning to you. Great and grace. Morning, Jeff. Fantastic video to demonstrate immediate results. Wish I knew this method when I last fearful pup. That's why I'm putting this out there. We do this all the time. That wasn't a one-off. That demonstrated how we always do it. It works. I'm here to tell you that it works. If you know what you're doing, it works. If you don't know how what you're doing, watch our content or book a consult and I'll show you. But it works. Murph says, that's Skyler. That's amazing. Congrats. Yes, congratulations, crazy nurse. Says, good morning. Good morning to you. Um, Inviticus Media. Um, glad to be able to catch you live. Inviticus, you're new. Welcome. I'm glad to be able to catch your live stream, Jeff. I've learned so much from watching your channel. Respect from Texas, bud. Hey, respect from Texas. Unless you're in Austin, because I heard Austin. I've been to Texas about a dozen times. In fact, we're going. We're driving cross country in the RV in the spring, and we'll be driving through Texas. I'll probably spend a lot of time in. There's that German. What's that German town? Frederick. It's not Fredericksburg, is it? What's that German town? It's west, west of them. It's towards the west side of Texas. It's, you know, it's it's, it's past Bucky's, right? <laughs> Everything's around the Bucky's. Uh, 
We'll probably spend a couple of nights there. Yeah, people, um, I'm not sure if people know the history of Texas, but it does have a big German influence in different parts of it. Um, Grit and Grace, planning on signing up for your live e-coward course. You definitely want to sign up for that. Hoping to learn some tips on how to troubleshoot using the coward. That's exactly what we're going to be. So not only are you going to learn since it's live and unedited, you're going to learn to troubleshoot. Like, we'll make mistakes. The dog won't do perfect. And you'll learn how to troubleshoot. So I would encourage you to sign up for it. I'm having issues with our beagle pup responding to the collar. Yep, we'll definitely be able to show you. Um, crazy nurse, um, I'm I'm pissed. I missed a live. I'll have to I'll have to back and watch. You're you're on the live, crazy nurse. You're on the live. Um, Sid says, "Good morning, Jeff. Looking forward to live with Coco. Yeah, we're looking forward to it too. Um, that's the you, the you know the hardest part of the Joelle struggling with with Coco is like." She wants to put the dog in a remote collar now, not because we're lazy. That's another fallacy out there because the results will be even better. Not because we don't know how to train without a remote collar, but a remote collar is one of the most efficient training tools, communication devices out there. Um, Garrett says, doing well. Thank you. 28 degrees here in Texas. Wow, you guys are doing cold. It was in the 80s. It's in the 80s in Florida. If you're thinking about moving to Florida, um, have cash <laughs> and uh, come on down. Come on down. All right? Just don't bring your woke-ass bullshit down here. Okay? The, the, we have a bus that, that ships you to Martha's Vineyard. Um, Carolyn says, good morning, Jeff. Good morning to you, Carolyn. I love you. Um, I said that to her. I do love her. Carolyn Caprio is one of my OGs and I love her dearly. And, um, and I'm not up in Rhode Island anymore. And, uh, I hope you're doing fantastic. I see that you're selling your boat. I didn't even know you had a boat. It's a beautiful boat. 26 footer. That's a nice one. That's a nice one. How um I don't know if it's sold yet. I've used your e-cower and prong cower tools on my golden doodle. It's given her the freedom to run on the leash, the beach off leash while I'm complete control of her. Thank you for all you do. Much appreciated. Love to Linda. Um, I don't speak with her anymore. Um, I'm I'm currently divorced. Um, so um, but you know, that doesn't change your feelings towards her whatsoever at all. Um, nor should it, obviously. Um so Caroline is, um, she is uh, in a house at the top of a small hill where you walk down steps and you're on the beach. And you're on the beach. You've got eggs on a plate, heat them up, make some toast. Okay. And then will you make me a decaf iced coffee? Okay. So I'm weaning myself off ca caffeine again, guys. So, um, again, but I think I'm going to do it this time. Crazy Nurse says, Garrett, uh, stay safe. I survived several ice storms in Dallas years ago. Yeah. I mean, Texas is, a lot of Texas is not set up for that cold weather. I remember in Atlanta when there was, a, when there was an ice, a little bit of an ice storm. And um, they had to shut down the city because people were all over the road. They just didn't know what to do. Shield says, hello, everyone. Hello to you. Crazy Nurse says, I had no idea I was bopper training a quarter horse. Yeah, properly. Bopper or 
proper. Um, crazy nurse says, Cheryl, hey. Crazy nurse says, uh, I'm sorry, Cheryl says, crazy nurse, oops, hi. Alessandro, thank you, Jeff. I will start correcting with eCal or she holds the command fine, but still very afraid of the vacuum and stuff like that. Yeah, and I can, Alessandro, I can, we can always do a one-on-one -on -one and I can always walk you through it. I do a lot of one-on-ones. So like today I've got five. I've got one from Israel. Um, and then I've got the rest of them, probably one from Canada. I'm always doing Canadian ones. I'm always doing the UK. Um, I actually have a huge fan base in the UK, as much hate as we get from the UK. Um, um, also from Aaron, um, thank you very much. Um, that makes sense. My dog doesn't know place. So, so if your dog doesn't know place, we have free videos on how to teach place. But also the Green to Graduate course is a great resource because it shows you step by step by step how to teach place. And you can have a fully off-leash dog. It shows you how to teach all the commands on leash and off-leash. So I would suggest you look into our green to graduate program on our academy. It is a game changer. Can't wait for the remote car class next week to take it to another level. That's another reason why you should get green to graduate. Crazy Nurse says, oops, I trained cold horses many years ago and would bonk them on their nose when they tried veering off while I'm leading them with the reins. Exactly. Horse people know. I mean, a lot of horse people now have gone off the deep end, like, you know, no bits, no corrections, no, you know, no everything. I mean, people are going crazy. Like, horses shouldn't even be ridden. That's how, that's how crazy it is. Don't make a horse work. God forbid you make a horse jump over everything. You know, dressage, oh, don't do that. Horse racing, don't do that. You got to be really careful what slippery slope you go down. Be careful what you wish for. Kim says, Frederick. Frederick, thank you, Kim. Yeah, Frederick. Frederick, Texas. Great little town. Fantastic little town. Um, I don't... Um, uh, I don't uh, I don't drink alcohol, but they've got like lots of beer there too. Courtney says, "What is flooding? Watch the beginning of the show. Watch the beginning of the show." Murph says, "Negative twenty-two this morning in Ontario, Canada. Finally, feels like winter. Yeah, that'll do it." Um, Sid says, "30s in Rhode Island. I'll end up down there." Sid. Knowing that our last private our private text, okay, our private text, if you recall, come on down here. You'll do well on many different categories of your life. And there's many farms or land for sale that you have your horses on. Um and then there's other categories of your life, which you can get, um, find happiness. It is wonderful down here. It is wonderful down here. Uh, Carolyn says, put it this way. I went to the gym this morning at four, four I left for the gym this morning at 445 in a t-shirt. In a t-shirt. Went to the gym at 445. Um, Caroline says, love you too. 40 degrees decided not to sell it. Yeah, I would, um, I would, uh, I would think about getting a boat. I would think about getting a boat. 
but right now we're saving up for something else. Um, Crazy Nurse says, no ass bullshit here in Florida for sure. We we like our independence here. Our governor kicks butt. Yeah, we really have a great governor. That's for sure. Caroline says, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. Yes, I've been separated now for um, quite a while. Quite a while. Crazy Nurse says, Garrett, we're in East Texas. Skylar, she decided to make her appearance during this snowstorm in Texas. She's just like her daddy. <laughs> That's great. I'm really, I'm really, really happy for you. I'm really happy for you. Allison says, good morning, Jeff. Good morning. Crazy Nurse, congratulations, Skylar. Kara says, thank you, Crazy Nurse. Uh, uh, um, Skylar, can I put up photos of your baby? Can I put up photos of your baby? Give me a yes or no on that. Um, I'm just downloading baby. I'm just downloading baby pictures right now. If you give me permission, I'll put up photos of your baby. Just give me. I won't put them up without your permission, though. Um, yes. Uh, okay. Here we go. Okay, guys, give me give me a second here. Um, let me see if this works. Um, I might not be able to do it. can't do it. Shoot. Try one more time. Hold on, everybody. Uh, no, didn't work. I'll have to figure out another way. I'll put him up. I'll put him up on another show. Congrats, Skylar. So that's the questions we have for today. I hope everybody um, got some value out of today's show. If you thank you, Angelo. If you got, um, love you, buddy. If you got value out of today's show, um, share the show, like, subscribe to the channel, like the channel, turn on your alerts, share this to show to, to your to your to your page. All right. Madly in love with you guys. Take care. Don't forget tonight is the What Would Jeff Do show. And it's with the wonderful Joelle and myself. And um, we will talk to you guys later. Um, Ellie says, I have to flood one of the service dogs because it got attacked in public exactly by the dog that was leashed. There's a big confirmation that is to be done. Of course. Just for, you know, FYI, service dogs should be getting harsh corrections for noncompliance. It's a service dog. Service dogs need to have impeccable training, impeccable public access, impeccable um, um, tasks, and not let anything phase it at all. It's so important. It's so important. Um, 
Skyward says you and Joel are more than welcome to video chat her later. Oh, good. Skyward had her baby. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, everybody. Madly in love with you. Take care. Share the show. Let's build this channel up the way it should be. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.